0: The Soil Factory is not only dirt talk, it's a discussion about all things soil, business, marketing, and cool people. And now your host, straight out of compost, the one, the only, Luis Chamorro.
1: Okay, it's Luis with the Ground Up and the Soil Factory Podcast. Today is episode four and currently November 7th. We went through, I guess a lot of people stayed up late because they were seeing the results of of the elections and so forth. And uh, my guest today is Sean Hill. Sean is somebody I met here at the ground up. I don't see that many kids loading up on product or with product. And so when I saw him, I automatically thought, hey, I need to talk to this guy because he looks pretty young and he's getting a very hefty amount of mulch. We got to talking and the rest is history. So we're going to have this podcast. And today it relates about how do you build a brand? How do you build a company at 16, 15, or 14 years old? And what sacrifices you have to make. Sean, welcome. Thank you sean uh first and foremost thanks for joining us uh you're taking some time to do the podcast with us you're going back to school here in a few minutes after not a a problem after we get done with uh recording the podcast so tell us a little bit about yourself who are you who is sean hill
0: i'm sean hill i'm 18 years old i run my own company i started it when i was about 15 years old because i wanted to drive a power stroke truck and my dad told me he wasn't gonna buy it for me so I figured out a way to drive a power stroke truck, so now I do that today. But it took a lot of hard work and I achieved my dreams.
1: How much was that truck?
0: I paid $38,000 for it.
1: For a power stroke truck? Is that the only power stroke in, uh, at the high school you were at?
0: There's one other one, but his dad bought it for him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you and I have talked, uh, you know. Uh, about different things, life and business and so forth. I, I always have a great time talking to you because I'm not talking to... Paul well, before it was, I wasn't talking to an adult. I was talking to a teenager. Right. You're still a teenager, but now you're 18, so you're an adult. Did you vote?
0: I missed the voting election.
1: You missed the voting elections, okay. Well, we'll, we'll give you a hard time at a later time. But... Um, your family dynamic is pretty, pretty interesting. And I love the family dynamic. Uh, your mother, Jennifer, and your dad, Scott, I've met them once before. I'm friends with them on social media, especially with your mom. And I really enjoyed talking to them. And I really value what they've done with you. And I think with your, your brothers as well. But how, growing up, what, what triggered you to start working other than the power stroke? truck?
0: I've always liked being outside doing things with my hands that really just calmed me down from school. Got my stress levels down and my mom always pushed me just hard work will pay off and get what you want but you're gonna have to put the work effort into doing what you want to do and so I've always worked hard and pretty much that's how I got. Yeah
1: Um, before we started I asked Sean some questions to make sure that he was not going to be uncomfortable about answering the questions and By talking to Jennifer, we talked about, uh, I asked if, you know, like, how did did you get started in landscaping? And she she mentioned that you would get home and you had some anxiety, but when you stepped out of the house and you started working in the yard, it was, you were a completely different person.
0: Yes, sir. I I suffered from anxiety and ADHD and I kind of, school get me all mad. I didn't, I've always struggled in school and but going outside, doing stuff with my hands, calmed me down, put me in my happy place where I wanted to be and my stref- stress levels were reduced and I could go back and figure out how to do something and actually enjoy it.
1: Yeah, and you said you're, we, we talked about medication. I'm, I'm ADHD, um, uh, diagnosed very late in life, just recently diagnosed with ADHD. So I'm medicated and I've seen my productivity levels increase dramatically. But you told me that you're not medicated anymore. I was
0: medicated from middle school to about midway through high school. And then I got real skinny. I didn't like the way it made me felt. And I realized when I started my company, I I couldn't do things that I knew I could do. It just made me feel bad. But I finally, I was like, I have to stop. So I quit and now I feel a whole lot better. And I still suffer with it, but I just find a way to overcome it because I don't want, I know I can do it.
1: Yeah. Are you anxious right now about something? Maybe being here? Hey,
0: I'm a little nervous right yeah. now, actually. Don't be.
1: <laughs> I see I see him in front of me. He's tapping his foot a lot. Don't be nervous, Sean. <laughs> there's a good there's this a good place. Um How we met <clears throat> is one of those important questions to kind of understand and like I said before at the at the start of the podcast. I was here at the the new the ground up Britmore location in West Houston. We had just opened, and we had a few products in bulk. We didn't have a nursery yet. Maybe we had some stone, I think, if yeah, as I, as I recall. So and and you you were loading up on mulch, like a lot of mulch. And when I say a lot of mulch, you know, kids that come here because their parents make them come here to load up on mulch, they're taking one two cubic yards, maybe one, because that's what fits in their pickup truck. Right. But here you are with a big trailer loading up on, I don't know, 10, I think 10, 5, 12, 10, 10, 12, like yeah. yeah. So I asked, what are you doing? And you said, oh, I'm just doing a job. And I asked you, how old are you? I think you said 16 at the time, maybe, 15, maybe 8, 17. I can't recall very well. I think it was 15. And, uh, and during that time, we, we got to talking, and I was also invited to Memorial High School to do a talk about um, mulches and composting and different soil layers and so forth. And then I saw you in the class, and I'm, you know, I was really happy to see you. And um, one of the things that I saw was the dynamic of the different personalities in high school. You know, how you have to go back and kind of think about that when you're in your 30s. Uh, it was really interesting. If I'm in your high school, Memorial High School in West Houston, if I ask a close friend of yours about you, what would they say about you?
0: Uh. I'd probably they probably say I'm very humble kind of keep to myself I don't like to brag I mean that's not not me but I mean I'll, I'm a hard that' say I'm a hard worker and all at work any of them to get what I'm what I'm trying to do or finish something or accomplish something when I need to get done
1: I've heard you bragging before I'll get I'll get to that in a minute uh-huh. I heard you bragging before if I asked a stranger not a stranger but somebody in high school that knows of Sean Hill but doesn't necessarily know you and a Personal level, what would they say about you?
0: Uh, very humble, just kind of nice to everybody, kind of tries to help everybody out and get what they need to get done.
1: If I ask the teacher?
0: Well-respected, like does his work and moves on with his life.
1: Nice. All teachers would say that?
0: I don't know about all of them. <laughs>
1: yeah. Is there somebody that would say something else?
0: Maybe, yeah. The ones, defensive who you had to ask.
1: <laughs> what do you think is the worst thing they would say about you?
0: Well, I I sometimes lose my temper because sometimes they don't make sense.
1: Yeah. Okay. Going back to the bragging part, um, I asked Sean, how was prom? I think it was May, right? (laughs) Was it May or April? Yeah. And uh, I knew there was prom because we were having dinner with uh, the family and we saw, you know, a few uh, prom tables. At the restaurant, I don't know what restaurant it was, but I asked Sean, how was prom? You, do you recall what you said?
0: I said I didn't go to prom because I had a job to finish and the deadline was coming up, so I skipped prom, my high school, senior year prom, and finished a job and made some money.
1: Yeah, you bragged about that. You said, I don't go to prom. <laughs> I want to make money. Right. That's bragging. So you do brag. <laughs> you just forgot. But you brag in a good way. So you missed prom to make money. Yes, sir do you regret missing prom to make no. money no no why
0: i mean i don't really like going to all those social events i'd rather be outside making money doing stuff with my hands
1: awesome <laughs> not an an answer from from somebody that is <laughs> 18 years old um let's see when you got started in landscaping, how did what happened? How did how did your first job get presented to you? How did, how did you sell your first job?
0: Well, my first job didn't isn't didn't come like an ordinary job. My dad is an IT guy at a school, and I was walking around the school with him because I he needed some muscle, and so I helped him. And then the guy asked me what I did, and I said I really don't know yet, but I need to figure out something to do. And he said, "Well, I need my playgrounds redone." So I said, I can handle that. And he's like, looked at me and I was 14, 15 years old and was like, we're going to do his office. And I talked about it and he's like, okay, here you go. And it was about a $14,000 job. and It was my first one ever. And I put 80 yards of kitty cushion and top dressed all their playground boxes. And I was like, I really enjoy this stuff. I think I can grow something out of here. And that's pretty much how I got started.
1: Did somebody help you or you let it on your own?
0: My dad helped me on that one. That was the first thing I've ever done. So it was just the two of you. It was me, my dad, and the skid steer and some kitty cushion. Who
1: who ran the skid steer? I did. You did. Yes, sir. And you learned how to drive that skid steer that day.
0: That day, <laughs> and, the, and the guy looked at me who was unloaded off the truck. He's like, you need to be eighteen or older. And so my mom was with me, and was like, uh, my mom was like, I don't know how to drive that thing. And I got up in there and took it off his truck for liability reasons and went on from there.
1: Ooh. For liability reasons, maybe we shouldn't say that, but hey, that's how you get started. That's pretty uh, uh, crazy. 14 years old. Yes, sir. What was your paycheck, that that, that job?
0: I think that job was fifteen ten thousand dollars $10,000. Okay. It's my first one ever. Nice. Yes, sir.
1: Beautiful. Okay, so uh, moving forward, and now uh, you're out of Memorial High School. Yes, sir. I graduated uh, last year. So last year meaning 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I asked you, so what are your plans? You said you're going to go to college. Uh, so tell us a little bit about a college life.
0: I'm in Blinn College in Brenham, Texas, which is an hour away from Houston. And I told my teachers or my advisors that I have a company and need some flexibility with my schedule. So they scheduled me my first class on Mondays at noon. My first class on Wednesday is at 1.30, and then no classes on Friday, so I'm able to commute and get things done here in Houston that I can, so it kind of really worked out well for me. But Blend, and I'm involved in the horticulture and ag department. I'm in with the ag dorms, and everybody's like me, kind of works for everything that they got, but I'm kind of a little bit above all of them, run my own company, and everyone looks up to me and kind of wants to be like me.
1: You're bragging again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hort and Ag, how, are there dorms at Blinn? Or? Yes, there's dorms there. Yeah. I'm,
0: I live on campus.
1: Okay. How many students go to Blinn?
0: I'm not sure off the top of my head. Okay.
1: Well, big shout-out to Blinn College and everybody that goes to Blinn. Um, we'll make sure that this podcast makes it to Blinn. Okay. Yeah. You want to give a shout-out to anybody? Not really. Not really? Not all your teachers? Any friends? No. Okay. So now you're 18. You're in a dorm at Blinn College. Any crazy college stories yet?
0: No, nothing really.
1: Okay. Well, it sounds like a good college for Hort and Ag, right? That's that's the primary thing. Yes, sir. Okay, great. Um, what's your degree?
0: Uh, I'm probably gonna get my associate's degree from Blinn and then transfer to A&M or Sam Houston or somewhere to finish off. So you're just
1: doing like general classes right now, right? I'm getting all my basics. Out basics, of the way right okay. Now. And, and your dream college, your dream four-year school is A and M. Yes. Okay, go Aggies, A and M, wonderful school for the green industry and many more uh, degrees. Um, so far, what is your favorite class?
0: Agronomy right now.
1: Agronomy. Why?
0: Because it's stuff with crops and plants, and I just really enjoy learning how to take care of those and make them grow.
1: Okay, you're less least favorite math math you and i had a conversation over the phone the other day yes sir are you struggling with uh was it economics maybe business and finance yeah
0: i just i don't like numbers and all the weird formulas and how they work but uh, i'm figuring it out
1: yeah which is crazy right that it's it's so boring in school monotone if you don't enjoy numbers you hate that class
0: right and they just put it in funky formulas and you put it in ways you know how to read it. I mean, it makes total sense.
1: But then you get to a point, especially in your position now as a business owner, this is the stuff you're gonna use day <laughs> Every in, day. day out. And if you're good at Excel and putting formulas in there, you can figure a lot of stuff out. So right. don't get discouraged uh, with math classes. I think uh, there's a practical way to learn math, and that's being a business owner. I think you're gonna be just fine on that. Um. Tell us a little bit. Of, we talked about innovation, and, and you, you talked about uh, lawn mowers and equipment. But innovation-wise, in the industry, green industry. So you use lawn mowers, weed eaters, skid steers. skid steers. What is your favorite piece of equipment? A
0: skid steer. I think they're unbelievable. What they can do with the amount of attachments that they have and the speed, and mobility of them. They're unreal.
1: Um, is there a specific brand of skid steer that you've tried that you think it's better than others
0: no not specifically um i really like the john deere ones or bobcat but I'm, i am want to try the other ones just to see how they compete with the other ones and kind of feel for them myself
1: and by the way big shout out to john deere doggett have you been there before yeah, Doggett can. john deere yes okay one of my buddies uh greg jones he's the General manager for the compact equipment division, right. which is all skid steers. I
0: spoke to him at y'all's event. Last yeah, you week. you saw the skid steer they had, for right? Sure. It
1: had all the bells and whistles. It even has a backup camera. Yeah, and I was looking at
0: it. I don't think that's my next purchase. Yeah,
1: how much is that machine? He
0: said
1: about sixty grand. That's that's pennies for you, man, my man. <laughs> An eighteen-year-old that can afford a sixty-thousand-dollar machine without hesitation. Um, any other innovation you like? Any other new technologies you like?
0: I got this new 52 inch zero turn and it has a suspension seat, and I can charge my phone while I'm driving on it, which is pretty
1: cool. And that made a huge difference, didn't <laughs> oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Don't hurt your back as bad.
1: Yeah, that's good. So that's a lot more. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay, good. You're not big into technology and like gadgets and phones and.
0: Not really. Even as my dad being an IT person, I still have to ask him how to even work stuff. And the other day, I needed to download an app on my phone or something. And I got in my truck and went to the Apple store. And he asked me where I was going. He goes, you know there's an app store on your phone.
1: Wow. <laughs> That's one for the books, man. Yes. So you thought you had to go buy an app from the app store? <laughs> yes, sir. From Apple? Yes, sir. Oh, Okay.
0: I'm not good with phones. <laughs> it makes it a whole lot easier to communicate with people. That's a
1: first one. That's actually a pretty funny comment. Um, so we're talking and I'm asking Sean, hey, Sean, uh, do you have a website? No, I do
0: not. Do you have a Facebook? No, I do not. Do you have an Instagram? No, I do not. A
1: personal Facebook? No, I do
0: not.
1: A personal Instagram?
0: Yes, but I only have one post because I don't know how to use it. LinkedIn? No.
1: No. And you've made a lot of money yes, as sir. an 18-year-old. How do you get your jobs?
0: Referrals from my current jobs.
1: All word of mouth?
0: All word of mouth.
1: Wow. Yes, sir. So, do you read?
0: Like books and stuff? Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes? Mainly the equipment magazines or books and stuff to figure out the new stuff that's coming out.
1: Okay. Well, I think there's a really good book for you to... um. For you to consider it's called scaling up by burn Harnish. Okay. mastering the rockefeller habits 2.0 scaling up how a few companies make it and why the rest don't okay this talks about people strategy execution and cash and it goes from the bottom up wow so it's like the ground up right but right. uh yeah it talks about how you start a company and you you move forward and how you can grow and deal with the pains and aches and pains of, of a growing company all right what does the future hold for sean hill
0: uh i want to continue to grow my company and kind of get it to run itself and i do something in the ag di- industry but i don't get me wrong i love the landscaping industry and i love doing that stuff but i just want to have i really enjoy it i want to do something in ag also and have kind of two things going at one time
1: okay um where do you see yourself in ten years?
0: I still want to have my, I still want to have my landscaping company and just have that going crazy, and kind of just sitting back and not have to do any as much work as I do now, and kind of have it going on its own.
1: Do you have role models?
0: Uh, yes. My dad is one of my biggest role models. He okay. always pushes me to do everything that I can.
1: And what about uh companies you look up to, in the in the local market in Houston?
0: Uh. Yellowstone is one of the biggest ones. I see their trucks everywhere.
1: But do you look up to them or just because you see their brand all over the place? I just see their brand all over the
0: place. I was like, I want to be that one day.
1: Okay. So you want to be big, big, big. Yeah. And Yellowstone is big. They're all over the place. There are different markets. Right. Yeah. Uh, There are a lot of success stories in Houston for, you know, landscaping companies. We deal with a lot of different companies, not just one big company. We deal with a lot of them. So, um... We are always here to to help you out, of course, and uh, and, and make you so, uh, you know, help you in, in the success path that you're taking right now. And what do you do for fun? What do you like to do other than work?
0: <laughs> uh, I like going to my buddy's ranch and hunting and fishing and kind of just relaxing out there. It's kind of a stress reliever from everything here.
1: If you saw Sean, you would be—he fits the perfect model of a texas boy <laughs> right okay you like to you like to you like to fish yes he's wearing a trucker hat that's probably hasn't a, a how long have you had that hat
0: probably six months
1: and it's never been washed Uh uh-uh. no it, there's a lot of sweat on that hat <laughs> that hat is probably worth thousands of dollars right now <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of jobs behind that hat yes sir. king ropes sheridan wyoming what?
0: I got that at a store I thought I was like that's a cool hat and it used to be red and blue now it looks like pink and purple
1: yeah <laughs> and yeah in cream color of some <laughs> sort. So this past summer um, you did a humongous job for a school down the street from here.
0: yeah it was the same school that I started my little job on also.
1: So so far the track record is your first job. And you now your biggest job. Yes, sir. Was that your biggest job in the yes, summer of 2018? Sir. Yes, sir. That's beautiful. And, you know, Sean um, makes the orders, pays for the product, deals with the delivery, the dispatcher, tells him where to dump. He's here early. He's here late. Yes, sir. He's running now, not not late, but he has to leave here in about 10 minutes to go back to school.
0: Yes. Do you sleep? Very little.
1: How much do you sleep at night?
0: Probably eight hours is probably normal though. That's normal, yeah? Yeah. Okay. On the weekends it's worse. Yeah? I usually go to bed about one in the morning, doing billing or something, and wake up at five or six and go to work the next day.
1: Uh Uh-huh, wow. You have a girlfriend yet?
0: Well, I used to, but she was getting expensive and I couldn't work as much because she always wanted to see me, so we ended that.
1: Wow, she was getting expensive. (laughs) Words from uh, So, what generation are you right now? Do you know?
0: (laughs) I don't even know. No? No.
1: So, you know millennials? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, you you don't know what generation you are? No, I do not. Have you looked into generations? No. No? Let's look it up real quick. What do you think you fall into?
0: I know I'm not a millennial yet, because that's like
1: 20 to 38 or 28 maybe. Yeah. Something like that. So... Generation breakdown, right? And we're going to talk about this for one second. No, not maybe one minute. So, let's see. If you're a millennial, which right now I'm borderline millennial, right? right? If you're a millennial, you were born from 1977 to 1995. What year were you born? I was born in 2000. So, you're a um, Gen Z iGen or Centennial. Okay. Born 1996 until who knows when. So what do we know about the newest generation? I'm looking at a website right now called genhq.com and it says, and you tell me if this identifies who you are right now, okay? Okay. Talking about generations. What do we know about the newest generation, Gen Z, also known as iGen? or centennials the end of the millennial generation and the start of gen z in the united states are closely tied to september 11th 2001 okay that day marks the number one generation defi- defining moment for millennials members of gen z born in 1996 and after cannot process the significance of 911 and it's always been a part of history of them the center is currently conducting research on the newest on this newest generation, and we will be releasing interesting findings in the near future. What do you know about 9-11? Uh,
0: I don't know a lot about it, I've just heard it in history classes, and uh, I, don't, I wasn't here to experience it. I was very little, actually. Yeah, you were five years old. And I don't remember anything about it, but I know it's a tragic tragedy, and it was terrible.
1: Okay, it's a defining, moment right. in in history right. not not only the u.s obviously it impacted Everybody. us as right. as you know u.s citizens yes but um i would advise that you read into it okay. and you actually study it because it changed everything right everything yes sir. um but after 9 11 and as as we kind of you know unfolded the 2000s 2001 2002 2005 and so forth in 2006, when you were 10 years old, I was graduating from college uh-huh. at Georgia State University, walking, you said your birthday is in January? March. March. Okay, so uh, March. So you were already 10. I was walking with a finance degree, which at the time I didn't like. I wish I would have done a marketing degree. But now I, I look back and I'm like, yeah, you know what? This works out because I can understand some, some of these things. And... The defining moment, and back in 2011, when everything changed, was the mentality of how this country Work. works. Right. right. So a lot of things changed. For example, airports. All if scary. if if you went to uh, uh, if you had a, a family member, a friend, or somebody in business flying in, you could go to the gate All right. and greet them there. No questions asked. Yeah. Now you can't do that, right? right. You have to take your shoes off. You oh. have to get patted down. So little things like that, and big things like like that, changed. Yeah. Um. Talking about uh, a couple more things here. What do you do? You like sports?
0: Uh, I don't like really college sports, but I love the Dallas Cowboys and the NFL and the Astros.
1: Cowboys fan.
0: Yes.
1: Why Cowboys?
0: uh i've always liked him since i was little my dad's always he's a huge cowboys fan and i had a fat head of him in uh, one of the cowboys players Mm -hmm. when i was very little too maybe five years ago we just took it down
1: i want to see a picture of jj watt when he was 18 years old yeah and i'm almost certain that you you have some resemblance to him (laughs) so wouldn't that make you a texans fan now (laughs)
0: <laughs> Come
1: on, Sean. Texans, you're in Houston. Okay, um anything else you want to add? This has been fun. Yes, it has. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, me. I mean I mean I, I I thought I knew things about you, but now that we, we've done this podcast, I've learned more about you and I think I value you more as a as a person now that I that I know more about <laughs> you. I've I've always been intrigued with what you do at your age. Thank you. It's amazing and I wish more people took that, you know, that initiative to to make things happen. Right. You thought we were going to be, you thought when I told you 25 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes, you thought, man, that's a lot of time. Yes. What happens when you enjoy something?
0: Time just goes by and you don't even look at it.
1: We're at 27 minutes now. Wow. Sean, we're going to keep up with you. All right. All right. And this is not the last time you come here.
0: That's fine with me. I'll be coming by and more materials.
1: Next time you come here, no, no, I'm not. I'm talking about the podcast. Oh. Next time you come here and you sit here with me, I want you to have an Instagram, a Facebook, and a LinkedIn page You're gonna have for to help me for to your business. That. And I'm going to help you. Okay. Anything else you want to add?
0: Well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.
1: Any any shout outs you want to give to anybody?
0: No, just thank you to my dad and my parents for everything that they helped me do and late nights staying up for me, and working on jobs and stuff.
1: Awesome. Hey, this is Luis with The Ground Up and the Soul Factory Podcast. We will post this podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you share this podcast with anybody that will get the message, especially those people that are in the same age bracket as Sean is. This is an incredible story. It's, it's, It's almost emotional because you really don't see people this age doing what Sean is doing so Sean thank you so much we'll see you next time and we're off